0: We are headed to the Championship Rounds. Going into the Championship round. This is it now, Championship Rounds. I think the best place, like, with UFC Sacramento, obviously, the main event, uh, to me, it, it didn't really do much for me. And I think... Well, it
1: was always so quick as well. Just I know, quick.
0: and I think with all due respect, I think everyone was kind of tuning in for uh, Uriah.
1: Yeah, I was expecting
0: him to get smoked for some reason. I don't. You know thought why. he was going to get smoked?
1: I don't know why. Yeah, I just thought he was going to get smoked.
0: <laughs> nah, no, I I, have, I had faith. I mean, I I, knew, I thought he was going to win. I thought he was going to win by decision. But like, with your eye, man, he's he's probably my second favorite fighter of all time. So after he retired, um, and beat Brad Pickett, I was like, I just kind of wanted him to sort of ride off into the sunset.
1: And stay retired. Yeah, I know, I know exactly and,
0: what you mean. And it's kind of like, kind of like how I was with Bispin. Like one Bispin won the title and that. Uh, or when he, when he beat Dan Henderson, defended it. I was thinking, just go, just go, man, just go. You yeah, don't have anything yeah, left to
1: prove. All those other guys will literally kill him. Unfortunately, exactly. you just you just have to take the uh, take take the sort of stick that you know he's going to get killed by you or Romero and Whitaker et cetera et cetera.
0: Yeah, and but. Fucking fair play to you, right, man. Three years off. Well almost. Starched three years. him. Yeah. And yeah. to come back Starched. like that that's how you come back. It's like
1: it's not like he beat a complete like dud. The guy was a decent you know, he's a decent ranked opponent. He wasn't a I'm complete pre-
0: shithouse. No, I'm it's not it's not like a tin can or anything. I think um Ricky Smone's ranked like fifteenth or something.
1: Yeah, he's so, te- he definitely top like, fifteen ranked.
0: But I was confused because I thought when Uriah was coming back, I thought he was coming back just to... Because he said he just loved competing and he missed competing. And I know he... Um, he competed in Polaris, which didn't end well for him. But um, when he came back, I was listening to him on podcasts. And he was saying that he just wanted to come back just for the sake of competing. So I thought he was going to come back, have one fight, and then go again. Yeah,
1: that's what but, I was feeling when I read that. But
0: And then after... The way he's talking now, I'm thinking... Are you are you trying to make a run for the title? Oh, like it sounds like he is, but you, I reckon he will get the shot to be fair because that that
1: division since Mariah's got knocked like knocked out, it's just well, it's just barren. Really, there's not that much competition in it.
0: No, and I think that that would be a good fight. Like I know he he called out Henry Cejudo, and obviously Cejudo would love that because for him it's arguably you know it's not the hardest fight in the division. And his big name, big payday. But I think if he, like, Uriah, if he just stepped up a little bit first, fought, like, Morais or something, I just think it's... I don't think it does much for the credibility of the title if he just beats...
1: Get to a straight, you know, straight, straight title shot, yeah. It would be a bit poor, to be fair. I mean, I would stick you in there against maybe, like, if uh, Sahudo doesn't take on Aljo next. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe stick him in there against Sterling or maybe Pedro Munoz, someone in the top five. Or yeah, if you Pedro... want to go lower than that, go lower than that. Bit.
0: Yeah. Fucking, abandon weight division. I, I, that's probably my favourite division, you know. It's like, especially if 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 Dominic Cruz can get back. Um...
1: I'm hoping Cruz comes back. I'd love to see Cruz come back he's a freaking absolute, like, just... He's just a stalwart of an athlete. He's so good when he fights, but he just rarely bloody fights.
0: I know. I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd love if he come back and Uriah was, you know... On a good run and maybe Cruz and ah, uh, so many good. I mean it, and you know when Cody gets back in there eventually, He's just said I, he's fit to go again. So I reckon he'll fight he said,
1: for the end of the year, but oh, he just needs good, to man. sort his freaking attitude out in the cage.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I just think with Cody, it's like you. I want to like him, but he makes it really hard.
1: I do like him. I like. I I've, I've always had a, a sort of a soft spot as a fan for him but he's yeah. such a moron in the cage sometimes because it's like he gets caught in, he's a bit like Amir Khan in the sense that he gets clipped and all of a sudden it's just like okay we're going to have a barn fight <laughs> yeah. instead of covering up and being smart it's like no 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 we're going to swing we're going to swing for the fences it's like, that's the stupidest thing you could possibly do stupidest thing you could possibly I know do.
0: and it's crazy because the way he beat Cruz was perfect, perfect. <laughs> it was beautiful perfect. and it just why would you move away from that and I knew, I knew it going into that, that Pedro Munoz fight, I was saying to you at the time, I was like, I'm, I'm sure Pedro Munoz is going to, you know, knock him out. I could just see it happening because I could just see the way Cody was like, developing as a fighter. And, um,
1: Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I just, I had this belief that he was just going to pull it back together and sort
0: himself out. It just
1: turned out he didn't. Yeah. He went back I, to the old, drop the right hand and get clipped.
0: Yeah. And, um, I don't know. I think I was, I was probably a bit, but my opinion was a bit swayed by the fact that Pedro Munoz just come off beating Brett Johns. Shout out to Brett Johns, by the way. Um, and Brett Johns is obviously like probably my favorite, like, favorite band of mine just because he's <laughs> wells. Um, so I, in my head, anyone who beats Brett Johns, I'm like, okay, they're really good, even though that's uh, poor logic, but still.
1: <laughs> it's fair enough. It's fair enough. I can understand it.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I, with Faber and, and Cejudo, it's like, <sighs> I'm not sh- like, I'm not sure that's the right move for Faber, because, I mean, how, how do you see them? Matt, like, in terms of favourite, how heavy a favourite would you make Cejudo in that?
1: A very, very heavy favourite, to be honest.
0: Yeah?
1: I just don't see anywhere where Faber beats him, Cejudo's wrestling is ridiculous. His striking is just like tenfold improved recently. Yeah, like he's he's knocking people out for God's sake, um, and people d- deemed that his weakness. So if he's knocking people out. You know, like I, 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 to be honest, a lot of people I think wrote him off against Marlon Marais. I don't think a lot of people expected to beat him at all. But like, okay, he weathered a bit of a storm because he was getting a bit getting kicked about a bit in that first uh, first first few exchanges. But he's so freaking. Like so tough, and then just to come and knock him out like that was just impressive. Okay, yeah, Marlon did like blow himself out, but he's still got to land those punches.
0: he's still got yeah. to land those punches. Yeah, man. And with Cerruto, like, I'd rather see him take on more credible fights because I think he has, you know, when he's saying he's going for pound for pound champion, that I, I just think that if he was to take on the likes of I'd like to see him fight Benavidez again.
1: Yeah, you know, someone like Benavidez,
0: that's in uh, flyweight.
1: That's mainly it in
0: flyweight. Bantamweight's got a few
1: matchups in Bantamweight. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see him go back back down and take on Benavidez because that rivalry... That was a, I remember when I watched them on the they were on the Ultimate Fighter and they were the yeah. coaches and I was like one of my favorite seasons ever. It's just a good rivalry and I thought that in my I, I remember at the time thinking that Cejudo did enough to to beat Benavidez. Um, that maybe that's just bias because I I was a massive Henry Cejudo fan, but you know I think Benavidez is a real good run at the moment. So I think if any you know I think go back down and defend there. And then maybe come up to Bantamweight and let, let Bantamweight sort of sort themselves out in that, maybe a few title eliminators or something.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd happily see him fight Benavidez again, because again, ben- Benavidez is just very, very good as well. Um, and he's, I think, he's, was it a three-fight run at the moment? Like yeah. That. So yeah, he's more than, more than deserving of a shot, I think, at this point, if is going to go back down. Um, yeah. But I don't know how long Suhudo's out for as well. That's the other thing. Is he out exactly. for the rest of the year?
0: Uh, yeah, and, and my my worry is like, <laughs> if they bring in any more interim titles, I'm gonna. No oh,
1: like, god, yeah, you might as well just start the, the extra I weight classic. at this right? I know it's, it's so silly. My... I mean.
0: Yeah, the the interim title thing just kills me, man. Like, it just takes away from. I don't think any fight is really happy. If they win the interim title, you know, like it doesn't feel like a title.
1: Yeah, it's... It's like the amount of times they have just inserted it for the bloody sake of inserting it, like. um, it's just, So when they inserted it uh, with Whittaker, I could kind of understand that. It looked like Whittaker was going to be out yeah. for some time. Outside. Okay, fair enough. Um, but When they've inserted it, like, uh, what was it, the division they inserted it really quickly? Is it it uh, Lightweight, it was lightweight, I think. Yeah. Well, they just, all... they just inserted it for the freaking banter. I was like, what was the point in that?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy, man. So hopefully, it's hopefully a not out too long anyway and uh, get those matches going. But, um, so, yeah, at, at the card didn't do much for me, um, Sacramento. There were a few good fights on it, but not many talking points, really, other than Favor yeah, like, was... sort of stole the show.
1: I think it was a filler card if I'm honest. It was just sort of a stopgap in between big cards. Yeah. Um no more than that. So it, yeah, as you said, it just wasn't a very, very good card at all.
0: No, and especially when you're following you know, UFC two three nine. Yeah, um, two three
1: nine, and you got obviously USB on ESPN four, which is gonna be hard blown by RD and Edwards, which we'll hit later. But again, yeah. that's a pretty solid pretty solid card in comparison to Fight night one fifty five.
0: Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to ask you about as well because I know you have strong opinions on John Jones, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know it's you know it was a while I say it's a while ago, it's a while ago in the fight world now, but um, I do want to touch on, on two three nine just because of how you know how it eventually going to be on the end of the you know the full year. Um, so yeah, that fight. Like, I'm not sure how you, how did you sco- like how did you score that fight? Were, were you Were you one of the skeptics saying that you could have given her either way? Because for me, it was—I thought John Jones clearly won the fight.
1: I think John Jones did enough to win it. I don't uh, think—I think unfortunately Santos had—he maybe had he not suffered the knee injury, it would have been different. They Mm. would have been closer. uh, You could see John Jones gradually running away with it, slowly as the rounds progressed. I think from like round three to five, where you just pretty much picked them all up. Uh, He did—he did enough. Again, it was all mainly before Santos' knee blew out as soon as his knee blew out, it was kind of just like, okay, momentum's going to slowly slip away because he can't do what he was doing so well in that first round. That first round was so good from Santos it was unbelievable
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, with Santos i, I you never know what to expect because like he he had all the he had the capacity to make a real tricky fight and and he was sort of. What surprised me is, it was built to be, even by the experts, it was built to be a sort of punch chance fight. But... Yeah,
1: I must admit, I wasn't sure what to expect going into it. I was expecting Jones to just blow him over easily. I was expecting him to KO, to be honest. Yeah. Um, much to my pleasant surprise.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, man. Like, with John Jones, it's, it's tough because he, I know he wants to or oh, he already has, but I know he wants to just, he just wants to clear out the division now. And he's, I was listening to him um, in an interview with Dan Hardy and he said like, he's really got no interest in, in going to heavyweight or any sort of champ champ, you know. And I, I kind of like that. I, I, it's sort of romantic to me where there's that loyalty to that one, that one division and you know, go going to chase. Because the champ champ thing now is, is, you know, is killing me a bit. Because I think it doesn't, it doesn't do anything for the the divisions individually. No, just so, holds them off. Exactly. Unless they're willing to
1: defend it, they're just going to hold it off. I mean, Cerruto, if he does defend it first, but I I can't see many of the people who do take the champ champ status, you know, de- defending two belts. We already saw it, with Connor, where he didn't. Mm. Um, I think Jones, if he did decide to do it, would be one of those that actually probably would be able to defend it too. But yeah, nine times out of ten, most people won't.
0: And it, it's, or they'll
1: stop going to the lower division because they can't
0: deal with the weight cut it's just it's one of those yeah it? it's just more comfortable at that point and, but it, just be, it just begs the question because some people are like some people will like discredit Jones for, for not going up because of the lack of competition at, at like heavyweight but in it my like, it's not a case of lack of competition it's sort of a case of he's just that good that it makes it seem that way
1: yeah, I think it's a combination of the two, really. more so that he's just obviously far and away better than everybody by more than heads and shoulders. Uh, uh, but the, I, I would say it's quite—it is quite a bland division as well. In, in, if you're looking into it, um, it's like if you look at the rankings for it, there's just—it's like Anthony Smith and Thiago Santos. Obviously, both came up from one eight five. Mm you know, Blackowitz has been around for a long time. Ustermier's uh, been up and challenged and fell short. Corey Anderson, another one, fell short. Ilya Latifi, Chichura. And then you drop outside the top ten. There's a few fighters coming up, obviously, looking so like Johnny Walker. Yeah. But I don't feel like there's enough of those guys to really kind of make that division
0: exciting.
1: Like, you, you compare it to the division below that middleweight and that's just stacked from top to bloody
0: bottom. Yeah. And... Unless, unless I I just don't know why. What could what was what John Jones's next move? Because like I know he's more than happy to just keep beating the guys in the top five. Um, and he, yeah, I think you could do that comfortably because I think he wants to defend. I think he said he wanted to defend the title twenty times. <laughs> And yeah, he wants
1: to be the 20-ton 20, 20 defensive champ, which is fair. As I, can, I can understand that. And he'll definitely do that in lightweight. I don't see anybody upsetting him. No. Yeah, I'll see people run him close. Like, I'd like to see the Thiago uh, Santos rematch, even though Dana White keeps saying it doesn't need to happen. Um, I think
0: yeah.
1: at full fitness, you'll give him a bit more of a scare than most people would. I would like to have seen him fought Rockhold until Rockhold obviously got knocked out. Uh so I think that's pretty much dead unless Rock Hold on an absolute run now. Um Yeah. But there's just nobody else in that division where I'm thinking, you know what, this guy possibly could upset the odds because it just that just isn't. I
0: there know. And,
1: isn't.
0: and neither party in, in Jones or DC are interested, I don't think that much in you know, the trilogy fight at light heavyweight anyway because DC
1: well, said it was he said it was uh, Brett Okamoto in an interview that I think just before uh, I think it was just just before 239 he said oh, the only way you'll get me to fight Jones again would be at 205 for a boatload of money so I was like okay in other words you're not interested then
0: yeah that's not going to happen man like jones i I have heard him say multiple times he's not interested in that um and it weirdly I heard him say that he he didn't want to do it because he respects DC so much as a champion. He thinks he's a good champion for the sport. And his, his reasoning was he doesn't want to take that away from the sport, which <laughs> I thought was funny.
1: Yeah, it's like a backhanded compliment, isn't it? Um,
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, Jones said openly that he, he wouldn't fight DC at heavyweight because he doesn't want to give him up the, the power and the, the weight advantage, which I can understand because DC is obviously undefeated at heavyweight. He's, what is he, 15, 16 and 0 at heavyweight in his career? Yeah. Um, you know, he looks pretty pretty good at heavyweight. Uh, obviously just knocked out Steve Miocic in the foot in his last fight at heavyweight. So you can see he's obviously I reckon DC probably has a slight edge at heavyweight. Whereas obviously he completely dismantles himself to cut down to two o five. Um where Jones has all the advantages. Yeah. So yeah. I would be interested to see Jones at heavyweight. it's something I do want to see, but whether he does it or not, I doubt he'll do it.
0: No, I mean I would like to see it, but he, he doesn't have to do it at all because either way he's probably going down as the greatest of all time, whether he does it or doesn't. So you know, as far as as far as he goes, why risk it really?
1: <laughs> yeah, because, you know they could go up there and just get, you know, four you he knows knocked out by freaking the Fantas and Garnier or something like that. Yeah. Which is perfectly feasible because those guys they hit like trucks. There's nobody. There's nobody in light light heavyweight division. Sorry, that hits like those guys. No, and I, I think Jones understands and appreciates that, that. He probably lacks the power as well to do it. Uh, yeah,
0: I'd, I'd I'd say so for sure. And so on the subject of two three nine, in my my main event anyway, or at least my main event going into it was Masvidal and Askren. And yeah,
1: I was uh, really hyped up for this fight, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> I know,
0: I I I was, and I looked like such an idiot because obviously Masvidal, with the hype of of the Till fight and everything, and for the for weeks leading up to the fight, I was telling everyone, like all the casual fans, I was like, man, you you don't understand. I was I was defending Ben Askren, and and I was thinking, man, but the weird thing is. Is I think if they run, if they were to run that back, I still think Askin would probably be the betting favorite.
1: I think nine times out of ten, Askin wins. Masvidal just picked up that one in the ten that he would have got. I'm not disrespecting Masvidal because I do like Masvidal. I think oh, I love He's Incredible. And I was I was slightly controversial take because I know a lot of people probably will disagree. I was glad when he knocked out Darren Till just once. Me, me too. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, people hate on me for saying that, but I was just glad when he knocked him out. I'm not a total fan. Yeah.
0: I was in
1: the um, then. <laughs> you know, it was marvelous to see him do that, you know, in, in London, uh, you know, get hostile crowd and all that. Um, and that might have, you know, I'm hoping that actually sends Till up away because that's what needs to happen. But yeah, back to uh, Askwin and Masvidal. Yeah, I say, you know, nine, eight, nine times out of ten, I'd, I'd expect Askren to win that. I just think yeah. he telegraphed himself way too quickly to go
0: straight in for the double leg. <laughs> it, baffles, it baffles me when, when guys do that. At least yeah. hide it behind. I mean, obviously, who am I to lecture? <laughs> who am I lecturer um, a world class fighter? But to me, at least, it just doesn't make sense to just go straight to, you know, straight to a party trick within a second of the fight. It yeah, just, literally, it doesn't make the sense.
1: Opening seconds, you just, you're asking for. Them to, of course, they're going to see that coming. Of course, he's going to see it coming and and telegraph it, you know, with the flying knee or whatever. Um, he should. I know, obviously, Askew not the strongest guy standing up, um, but I'm sure he's capable of putting together, you know, a couple of one twos or a jab or whatever. I'm sure he's yeah, or at least he's hiding it
0: behind. Him. Well, he, yeah, he, he goes, is. We know he is. Obviously, he's not the most seasoned striker, but he's at enough level where he, he can he can he knows how to get it. Like he knows how to hide the take. I, I just think. You know, straight to a party trick within a second of the fight. It yeah, literally doesn't make sense. The opening
1: seconds, you just, you're asking for them. To, of course, they're going to see that coming. Of course, he's are going to see it coming and and telegraph it. You know, with the flying knee or whatever. Um, he should. I know. Obviously, Askew not the strongest guy standing up, um, but I'm sure he's capable of putting together. You know, a couple of one twos or a jab or whatever. I'm sure he's yeah, or at least hiding it
0: behind something. Well, he, yeah, he, he goes, is. We know he is. Like, obviously, he's not the most seasoned striker, but he's at enough level where he he, can, he, can, he knows how to get the t- like, He knows how to hide the take. I, I just think, I don't know, man. Just, just a, maybe he just didn't want to engage with, uh, with Masvidal um, at all and risk it. But
1: I don't blame him if that's the case. I mean, obviously, Masvidal's a very, very good guy when it comes to standing up. Yeah. Um. But, you know, I mean, he took shots off Robbie Lawler, for God's sake. Robbie Lawler's one. Of hard, the hardest hitting guys in that division, if not the hardest hitting guy in that division. Yeah. So if you take his best shots, I'm sure you could have taken a couple off Masvidal. Who knows? But I think it was just a case of he may I think he slightly underestimated Masvidal, maybe. Um, but it'll be interesting to see if they do actually run it back. I know Asquen said he doesn't deserve to run it back. He got knocked out in five seconds, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but it definitely yeah. has to be run back at some point.
0: I think. One, I think, again, go back to that point. Like, I think Masvidal, I just don't know how Ben Ben's team didn't at least think of that because I'm I'm not sure if I'm remembering right, but didn't Masvidal come out straight away against Taylor, and like kick him in the dick or something? Literally fly kicked him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and and I don't know that slipped past them, but. I, what you were saying there about asking, I thought he, he's handled it like such a pro and that 's
1: what I like about As when he just he's, he's, when it comes down to it he's just an all round decent guy
0: yeah, and you know in the ma- in the way in which he lost and the fact it was his first loss, you always wonder how oh, guys are going to take it with it being a first with, you know, being a first loss and being such a setback in terms of the title uh, hunt, but the way he dealt with it he was like. A Given the fact that they kind of hate each other, the respect he's given Master since, it's been it's, it's just been so admirable.
1: Yeah, definitely, man. It's refreshing to see as well as opposed to someone just completely disregarding saying, oh, he was lucky this and I was lucky that. And so, like, you know, it's actually refreshing to see somebody finally disturb and be like, yeah, he, he got me, I screwed up.
0: Yeah. And I. Uh, I know he said they were absolutely absolutely necessary, but did, what did you think of the the punches? But do you agree with with the after? Because obviously, asking was KO'd pretty much as soon as that knee connected with him. Did you think the the punches following were were necessary and 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 the showboating that all went with it? Did what did you think? Um, of that?
1: At the end of the day, he's a fighter, isn't he? Until the referee stops it, yeah. Uh, you're naturally not going to stop fighting for that reason. Yeah. So I can understand why Ma- I know obviously Masvidal, you know, sued them in there and said they were necessary and he probably did it with the intent that there was malice behind it. Um beyond a competition. Yeah. But um I don't think you can really dispute it as such. As for the showboating, I think it was ex- it was pretty much expected should i have lost in any in any sense he would have got it. Just for yeah. sort of how much stick he gave <laughs> Masvidal in the lead up to the fight.
0: Yeah, it made sense but I um Masvidal said that you know why is it okay to to be a dick and and show off before the fight and do in the fight, but after the fight you you're not allowed to. I you know I, I thought it was fine. Um, I mean, what did he do? Well, you know when he flopped on the floor. and I, I you know it was it was kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, and uh, I'm sure
1: Ben probably saw the comedic side of it as well. Afterwards, he doesn't seem like the kind of guy to be that sour about it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Of course, there's others who would be, but that's
0: those yeah <laughs> um with Askren, man like i I'm not sure where does he go next i mean does he go does he fight till um, I'm, I'm I'm not sure what would be good for him, because of...
1: really, they could just straight run it back for all I know, and that's
0: that would be typical u f c to do that. Um, they could run it back I just don't think
1: I don't think they'll do it straight away I'd no. be amazed if they do but it wouldn't surprise me at
0: the same rate as well
1: um, the only other thing you could probably do is yeah maybe fight Till uh, maybe fight the loser of uh, Edwards and Dos Anjos. there's a few, yeah. few options out there there is a few options out there
0: yeah and as for Masvidal um, I know people want him to get the title shot just given the fact that he's such a veteran, um, but I don't think he matches up well at all with Usman.
1: I don't think anybody in that division matches up with Usman. To be honest, he's just <laughs> an absolute freaking freak. Um, he did, like the way he dismantled Tyron Woodley was just—I don't even know how to describe it. that. That that fight still shocks me now. Yeah, how that's... easily Woodley just was put put aside.
0: That that fight made me so ang I, I was so angry. Not because I particularly wanted Woodley to win, but like he just had it just looked like he'd accepted the fact that there was a class difference there and just didn't just didn't even want to attempt to get up. Just didn't want to <laughs> yeah. attempt to make it it just looked like he was like, fuck, I I've lost this after the first few minutes. And it's it's scary, man, to see to see someone like Woodley who was on course really to be you
1: know, the greatest the division, yeah, yeah.
0: The best of all time in that division. The way he got, I think he didn't win a single second of that fight.
1: He just it's got manhandled, scary, man. bell
0: to bell, literally manhandled.
1: I mean, that's probably one of the most one sided fights I've seen since Velasquez versus Dos Santos two and three.
0: Yeah. Well, especially in, as a title fight, anyway, it was like the most one sided, like easily has to go down as one of the most one sided title fights.
1: Yeah, quite easily. I can't imagine any other fight that's gone down that one-sided before, maybe. I mean, not even McGregor and uh, Khabib was that one-sided.
0: No, no, no. You know, there were at least elements or moments in that fight. But I don't think... There, there was, was
1: nothing from Woodley, in that fight. Literally, I can't think of a single moment. I was like, oh, he's finally landed something cool. Oh, he's looking to finally get some momentum. There was literally nothing from him in that fight. No. It was um, just It was shocking. Actually, tell you that there's an opponent that could uh, come up for uh, Asper. Maybe Stephen Thompson. Obviously, he just lost to Pettis. Yeah,
0: that's a tough one, man. I love, I love Wonder Boy.
1: Yeah, I love, I, I love both Askren and Wonderboy. So that'd yeah. suck for anyone who has to lose, but. That's, um,
0: man, I, to see that last when Wonderboy lost to pass, I was because he was he was doing well in the fight too.
1: Yeah, keeping it at a distance, he was busting him up and stuff, and then also, all Pettis just comes out with that. Yeah, like just literally out left field, just Superman punched him into into the
0: oblivion. It's a tough one. I mean, the, I mean, the welterweight division is insane. Like, talk about the best division; it has to be welterweight, right? When it comes to just
1: being purely stacked, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you got Leon Edwards who's ranked eleventh on UFC's official site. Then you're dead. Damian Wayne, ask uh, sorry, Robbie Lawler, Asquin. got Santiago. You got Pettis, Thompson, Till, Dos Anjos, Masvidal, Covington, and then Woodley at number one. From eleven to one, it's just it's anybody's game in that division.
0: There's so many fun fights in that division.
1: I'd say that middleweight—they're the two most stacked divisions, yeah, in for sure—in the entire organization. It's not even close. No.
0: So, how do you see um, or what? What do you think going into Dosanios Edwards? I mean, I think Edwards Edwards is probably the favourite. I think he's a better favourite anyway.
1: I think I think Edwards just gets the job done, like Yeah. Obviously you got you got the two of them, I mean so you got uh obviously Leon who's in the US and you got Fabian who's the um, more exciting sort of flashy the two out of them. But Leon's just so bloody effective, like he doesn't need to be flashy. I mean the way he beat Gunnar Nelson kind of surprised me. I thought it would be closer than it was and it just wasn't close. In any exchanges, like, he had him on the ground, he had him on the stand-up and he just, again, manhandled him pretty much with relative ease. So I think, as good as RDA is and he is very good, I just think Edwards will just work him from bell to bell like he just does to everybody else.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that Gunnar Nelson fight, man, I was so surprised with the, like, the way... Is wrestling and, and on the ground against Nelson. I just thought I just didn't know where that came from. I I generally thought if, if Gunnar got his hands on him, I thought it was game it was his world. Yeah,
1: but no, literally, he manhandled him on the ground. It is literally Gunner's own game. Um, which again, yeah, just just like you said, there it shocked me to be honest. How good he was down there. I didn't know he was that good. Um, but yeah, no, I see him. Be into Sanyos. I don't think he'll knock give him out but I reckon he will probably get a decision on him. Yeah. But he is he is very, very good Leon Edwards. I don't think there's any two
0: ways about it. No, I am I'd say the same. I'd probably probably say Edwards by decision. Um Yeah. I mean that again that that creates exciting fights as well because you've got the whole Edwards Masvidal thing.
1: Yeah, now there's a fight I do want to see because you got that's essentially two clashing styles. Masvidal, Vidal who would bring out the spectacular, and you got Leon, who's quite you know a bit more methodical. Thought out, um, it would be a very good fight, that I think, and obviously all the animosity between the two of them as well. It would yeah. be gold.
0: <laughs> well, I think it was kind of like outside of the um, of the actual till knockout, it was all that backstage stuff that sort of sort of catapulted Masvidal into the sort of spotlight so yeah
1: the three pieces of soda literally just exploded yeah. in popularity I mean he was popularish before anyway yeah but, uh now he's a superstar all of a sudden going forwards it won't surprise me if he does get a title shot either next or the one following that
0: yeah and uh what Woodley and Lola they, is that booked I don't know if it's been rebooked
1: as such, per se, um, not that I've been aware of anyway.
0: What well, it was on, it didn't, Robbie was injured, was there, I think I remember, it was Woodley I?
1: who pulled out. Ah, okay. Woodley pulled out for injury. Um, but I don't that think there's was... been anything confirmed about that fight since. And I was looking forward to that.
0: I know it's such a shame. <laughs> so so it
1: was absolutely devastating when they called it. They called it out. I was like, damn it.
0: Yeah, if, if you at uh if you had to, if you were a matchmaker, who are you giving the title shot to at the moment?
1: I think probably simply because obviously he has got was holding the interim. You'd have to give Colby Covington his shot next because he's yeah. been waiting a while for that. Plus, yeah, I think I'm probably one of quite a lot of people who wants to see him handled. Um. If it's not him, it probably has to be Masvidal. I can't, can't really think of anybody else who's warranting it right now.
0: Yeah, and I find it like with that. Da- I was just thinking about Darren Till and what you said about him going up. Is do you think that is the right move? Like, why do you see that as the right move for him?
1: So I think he's just not really. I think he's killing himself making. Um, well to wait currently. I just don't think he's got it in to keep making that, that that weight cut. I think he'd be, I think he'd do quite well in middleweight. I think he'd beat most of the guys in the top five. Um, I mean, he'd, he'd certainly beat you know your likes of Derek Brunson's and people like that. Um, I think he probably would beat Gaston personally. I think he probably beat Weidman the only people he's going to really struggle against I think would be Adesanya, Whitaker and Romero who are the top mm. three in that division anyway but I think you'd you'd straight up find him in the top four with no problems at all
0: yeah and uh, I'd like to see it do up because I think Britain at the moment sort of doesn't needs... have much
1: going for it
0: yeah <laughs> no it, it needs um, it needs that new face and obviously, over the years, you've had Dan Hardy and Bispin, and until and, and was the next guy.
1: It looked like the next guy for sure, and I just don't know what's happened
0: to him. But I don't know who's going to come and do it for Britain at the moment. I, I wouldn't even know who. Who would you say is sort of the fourth?
1: I don't know. I can't really look past Leon really Edwards as
0: probably the most talented. It'd have to be, right? Yeah. There.
1: I don't think there's anybody more talented in terms of that than him right now. That's only based on what's happened to Till in his last couple of fights. Uh, and the fact that Edwards is on an on an absolute run right now.
0: Yeah. I I think I think it will come come good because there's so many young sort of British prospects. I mean, Arnold Allen looked so fucking good in his last fight. Um
1: yeah, against Gilbert yeah. Melendez.
0: And Obviously, you've got the likes of Nathaniel Wood. Um, he's one I'm
1: very much looking forward to, Nathaniel Wood. He, he yeah. looks like he could go all the way and be in the top of that division pretty soon.
0: So um, I'd love to see Nathaniel Wood fight um, fight Brett Johns. I think that would be a great fight.
1: Yeah, domestic dust-up, sort of. Exactly, um,
0: yeah. You've, um, Jack Shaw's just been signed to the UFC. Yeah, um, he has. He's going to be a nightmare in that division. In a, in I'm surprised they
1: didn't sign Brendan Lonergan, man. That made all the sense in the world, and you just got yeah. training, but, "Oh, you went for a takedown in the last ten seconds? No, nope, can't." Enter.
0: Crazy, man. Crazy. That's. Yeah.
1: I'd imagine he ends up a Bellator now. To be honest.
0: Yeah. Would it be it's, surprised? It's kind of tough um, when there's that line between quality of the sport and entertainment. With the way that yeah, they matchmake and sign people and it's like if you truly want this to be seen as a sport. And, you, I, best, surely. And, and given that you're on ESPN and and obviously MMA's never really been seen as a sport by the mainstream, you have to go based on quality rather than entertainment. Like I was as you know, I know a lot of people didn't like him, but I was annoyed that Elias Diodoru got cut. Yeah, and that didn't
1: make any sense. I know he's,
0: all. I know he's a boring fighter, but man, he was he was ranked. He was, <laughs> he was he's a good fighter, and it's like, how are you gonna cut a fighter who's ranked? It just it just doesn't make sense. No other sport really does that.
1: It's a like John Lineker as well. He, he just got cut as well. For, I'm not even sure what reason.
0: It's fucking crazy, man. Um, but you know, I guess it's a business at the same time, which. It does differ from other sports in, in that aspect, but I don't know, man. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, um, sure.
1: But most of these guys will probably end up being a bad at all one FC and places like
0: that. Yeah, man. one's looking, I mean, one is making scary moves, and the UFC really need to be looking. I know that they are far and above, but. I think the USC need to be looking over their shoulder the way that one handling things.
1: Yeah, definitely. They are pretty much bossing it at this point. Obviously, you know, allowing their fights to go over to Ryzen and fight for titles in Ryzen and be like cross promotion champions and stuff like that. It's it's nuts. Um But there's some, obviously, you know, they've got Demetrius Johnson over there and all the fighters they already had on the roster before those guys arrived. And you know, obviously Eddie Alvarez, Eddie Alvarez obviously got dusted in his opening fight, which was crazy. the guy literally split his. What did he split his eyelid or something like that? Something stupid. Yeah,
0: and I think that that was a good move for one because obviously they signed um, Demetrius, Eddie Alvarez, and Sage Northcutt. And terrible matchup for Sage Northcutt for a start. Um, But the way that Alvarez and Sage Northcutt both got fucked up it just yeah. does so much for, the, for, the, for their name um,
1: yeah, as a promotion it makes, makes the UFC look bad doesn't it in that aspect it's like oh uh, your father's coming over here and getting slaughtered Slaughter, obviously, yeah.
0: and yeah and the popular ones because obviously Eddie Alvarez champion um, being in big profile fights so that it was always going to be eyes on that Sage Northcutt probably the most marketable guy in the sport they both go over and they both get blasted. It just does so much for their name.
1: Yeah, even even DJ as well. Like, like his his debut fight was far from easy. He, I mean, he struggled for the large part of uh, that first round. Um, I, I don't think he's going to find it that easy over there at all, given how that fight went. So he did take a few a few good shots in that fight. Um, yeah definitely it'd be nice to see a, a comp you know a bit more of a competitor for uh, UFC obviously Bellator's doing gradually getting there but sometimes I feel Bellator t- takes one step forward and then makes three steps backwards yeah for um, sure. I mean like MVP getting knocked out recently for them was probably a big <laughs> big problem
0: uh, yeah oh man he's a I got mixed feelings on that guy <laughs>
1: I'm a big fan of MVP. He's a likable
0: character and he is yeah. a bit of to be just obviously very flamboyant as well, which doesn't always rub
1: people up the right way. Um, I,
0: I love him and I defend him all the time to people, but like pick with the whole boxing MMA thing, it's like,
1: yeah, that needs to niche start. you down, man. Exactly. Yeah,
0: pick, pick one and
1: stick with it. Exactly, uh, so, <laughs> yeah. But like, no, obviously, no shame. The dog's lean because Douglas lean is a freaking oh, an animal, yeah, for sure. And that knockout was uh, well, brutal to say the least, brutal, <laughs> yeah. literally punched his head off his shoulders, man. But yeah, no, it was, it was nuts. But there's a good couple of UFC events coming up, to be fair, man. I must admit, I'm excited yeah, to I mean,
0: you. I was gonna say, the next time we do this, probably be, I guess, we'd be previewing um, 240.
1: Yeah, that I'm not gonna lie, I'm not too excited about that card.
0: <laughs> well, Just, we'll try our best to make it interesting.
1: <laughs> but we'll, we'll cover it anyways. It's fine.
0: But um, <laughs> exactly, yeah,
1: yeah. Obviously, you've got ESPN four with uh, RDA and Edwards highlighting that uh, headlining it. Sorry, yeah. Obviously, Greg Hardy's also fine on that card. Two forty, you got Holloway and Edgar. That'll be a great fight, I think.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, sure. Cy- Cyborg gonna. Co main, it's the uh, yeah. it's the fight the, the uh, ESPN card after that, that. I'm excited about Covington and Lawlers on that. I've just noticed. Oh fuck
0: yeah!
1: I just I just noticed that.
0: <laughs> well, that. That that sort of slipped my mind. But Jesus Christ, who else I, is on that card? I can book that uh,
1: Jim Miller and Grady and the main uh, co main uh, Joachim Silver versus Nasrak. I can never pronounce his surname. But you know the one. I mean, uh, that's a good was doing the That's a pretty decent card. That following that, you got Shevchenko versus Karmouche on the uh, following fight night. And after that, you got USC two forty one on the seventeenth of August. That's a card that's going to be freaking
0: amazing. Is that the one, Diaz?
1: Yeah, Diaz, Pettis, Diaz, Pettis? Yeah, uh, Romero and Costa, Cormier and Miočić.
0: That those three fights are fireworks, man.
1: And then Romero that, and
0: Costa, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, and that, that got a couple of weeks, weeks waiting, and then you got Nogamedov and uh, Poirier. So it's going to be fight. a good time to be a, it's
0: it's it's be to be a fight, fight fan.
1: Yeah, definitely. Paul <laughs> Felder has got Barbota in the oh, man. And I'm and so I
0: love yeah. Paul Felder, man.
1: He's such a good analyst as well.
0: <laughs> he's such a good analyst, and people forget that he's actually a sick fighter.
1: <laughs> he's a savage, man. he guy could take it as well as give a freaking good beating as well man
0: yeah I'm, damn I'm, yeah, the, I didn't even know to bikes, I'm sure. yeah so yeah we can uh, have some fun previewing and, and reviewing those um, like I said yeah I guess the next time we do this would be previewing 240 so um, yeah I'll look forward to that
1: yeah I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Holloway deals with that cause whether he's going to will he finish him off or will he take it to a decision it's going to be an interesting one to do uh, Spectate tape, for sure.
0: I'll, I'll save my prediction for next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to save mine for now. I need to think <laughs> about it before I go for it.